I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Over, I'm Christy King. Are the Democrats in disarray less than two weeks before the midterms? We'll go live to Politico founding editor John Harris at 410. Everything red on Wall Street right now. NASDAQ down 235 points. WTOP at 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. There is some relief for victims of last year's Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin, where a driver rammed his SUV into a crowd. Today, that driver was convicted of killing six people and injuring dozens more. Waukesha Police Chief Dan Thompson. Two days we'll never forget. November 21 of 2021 on that tragic day and October 26th of 2022. Why October 26th? Because justice was served today. The driver faces multiple life sentences. Convictions were also handed down for three more men in Michigan who planned and trained to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmore. Count one of gang membership felonies, we find the defendant guilty. Count two, providing material support for an act of terrorism, we find the defendant guilty. Count three, weapons, felony firearm, we find the defendant guilty. The men were part of a militia group known as the Wolverine Watchmen. They face up to 20 years in prison. Less than two weeks to go till midterms and Nikki Haley hit the campaign trail to support Dr. Oz in his Senate bid in Pennsylvania. The hard part is we've really got to make sure everybody understands what's at stake here. Oz's Democratic opponent, John Fetterman, struggled to get through their debate last night after suffering a stroke earlier this year. And in Georgia, Senate Republican candidate Herschel Walker is facing more abortion allegations from a woman who called him a hypocrite for first forcing her to get one. He pressured me to have an abortion and personally ensured that it occurred by driving me to the clinic and paying for it. Walker has denied all of these allegations. President Biden says he's going after junk fees. The president says he wants Americans to know. I appreciate the frustration of the American people. To that end, he says he's finding ways to offer breathing room. He announced his administration has determined certain bank fees violate the law, such as when a person deposits a check that bounces or when there are available funds at the time of a debit card transaction, but not later at the time of processing. It's wrong. It's ridiculous. It's unfair. Mr. Biden says his administration will also target fees charged by airlines, cable companies, and concert ticket sellers. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Scientists are working to identify victims of the 1921 Tulsa race massacre in Oklahoma. Here's CBS's Allison Keys. Scientists are asking potential descendants to provide genetic material to help them find potential matches. Historians believe hundreds of blacks were killed during the massacre between May 31st and June 1st, 1921. It is the second time these remains are being removed to identify potential victims. The Dow Jones added three points today. The Nasdaq was down 228. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. Good afternoon. It is 4.03. And guess what? The sun is out, at least in Washington, on this October the 26th, a Wednesday. Sixty-five degrees. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, it's four years late, but Metro says Silver Line trains to Dulles Airport 
and into Loudoun County will start running by Thanksgiving. And it's not just commuters who will say, finally. Loudoun County's been planning, building, and waiting for the Silver Line to finally run to its two stations. We have parking garages that we've built. We have walkings and multimodal paths. Dulles Supervisor and Metro Board Member Matt Letourneau says the county will tweak its bus system once the trains are running. We have new bus routes that will be starting. We're going to be rerouting a lot of our service into the stations that are in Loudoun County, which will allow us to run shorter trips and more frequent trips. There's mixed-use development near the Ashburn station, and he says development around the Wheelie Avenue station in Reston really took off once the Silver Line arrived. And we're anticipating that kind of growth in Loudoun County, too. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Now to campaign 2022 on WTOP. Two Virginia congressional candidates with deeply different positions shared their outlooks in a high-profile debate last night. And abortion rights was one of the many issues that split Congresswoman Elaine Luria and State Senator Jen Kiggins. I just want to clarify, I am a pro-life candidate. Republican Jen Kiggins making her position clear that she supports the Supreme Court ruling earlier this year, which overturned the constitutional right to an abortion. When asked if she'd support a potential national abortion ban after 15 weeks of pregnancy, she would only say, I believe that that issue should absolutely be decided on the state level. Kiggins is challenging Democratic Congresswoman Elaine Luria, who's on the other side of the issue. It's a very personal decision, um, and I don't agree with those who say that that decision should be made by someone in government. Luria said she'd like to see a federal law guaranteeing access to abortion nationwide. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. This race in Virginia's 2nd Congressional District is one of the nation's most competitive house races. Was a Virginia contract fair and square? A state watchdog agency is taking a look. It's a six-figure contract. It was for producing state tourism videos that features Governor Glenn Youngkin, but it was awarded to the same company that does his political ads. The state inspector general says it'll investigate whether the right procurement laws were followed and whether any government funds were wasted. The contract was executed earlier this year and drew prompt criticism from Virginia Democrats. Communication companies can put up more 5G antennas in Montgomery County, but a lot of residents are very unhappy with that plan. They think it could jeopardize their health. The council's passage of the updated rules was met with backlash. The new zoning rules allow companies to put 5G antennas on existing utility and light poles 30 feet closer to homes. The old requirement was 60 feet. Dozens of residents voiced their concerns last month about health effects from radio frequency radiation. Allowing cell antennas 30 feet from our homes is reckless. Cell tower radiation is literally defined as a type of pollution by the wireless companies themselves. Councilmember Hans Reamer says the technology is already in most people's homes and is important for future connectivity. Other jurisdictions in the region have long since adopted these rules and we are now the outlier on the wrong side of a divide. Luke Luger, WTOP News. The FCC says there is no reason to believe antennas pose a health hazard to nearby residents. Well, the person nominated to become Montgomery County's new health officer was born and raised here and she has practiced medicine in MoCo as well. Here's WTOP's Christy King. How do we think about healthier communities for patients? Dr. Keisha Davis. Part of health happens in the exam room, but a lot of health happens outside of that. Davis says early on she learned that people's issues were bigger than her prescription pad. I couldn't fix the fact that they didn't have a safe place to walk or didn't understand nutrition labels or didn't have nutritious food that would help their, their problems. Montgomery County's Council interviews Davis and votes on her nomination as health officer November 15th. Christy King, WTOP News. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, are we seeing some Democratic Party stumbles less than two weeks before the midterms? We will ask Politico co-founder John Harris. Stick around for that. It's 407. With a siloed approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand new way to bring detection, response, and remediation together in a single living security solution. Learn more about XDR. Visit Trellix.com. Is your New Year's resolution to get a more meaningful job? Invest in yourself. With a professional master's degree from Georgetown's School of Continuing Studies, with programs in technology and security, business and management, and marketing and communications, Georgetown SCS provides a graduate education that brings purpose to your career. Apply by December 1st for a January start. Learn more about our master's programs at scs.georgetown.edu slash purpose. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today at 408. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Dave Dildine in the WTOP traffic center. In Prince George's County, southbound past the county seat, southbound stop and go on Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue from Woodyard Road to past Crane Highway. But southbound past 301, the truck crash getting cleared from the left travel lane. Southbound lanes are reopening. The front of the line will start moving better with lanes open. Bailout still flooding Main Street, though, through Upper Marlboro itself. On the Beltway, near the Upper Marlboro, Landover, Largo exits, and around through Montgomery County, slow in stretches of afternoon traffic. No big or impactful crashes on the Beltway. 270 northbound will be heavy in the usual spots near and north of Gaithersburg. 95 holding up Beltway to Beltway. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, slow near 32 and 198, but not bad for a hump day. Eastbound on 50 toward the Bay Bridge. It is clear sailing traffic and weather-wise. It's dry enough finally for two-way operations on the westbound span of the bridge. In Virginia, eastbound on King Street beyond 395. Should be getting by the crash now under police direction. Southbound on 395, slow from the Pentagon down toward King Street. Inbound traffic is heavy at the 14th Street Bridge and in D.C. on 295. Northbound heavy from the 11th Street Bridge into northeast. Southbound I-295, rush hour delays from the uh, Coast Guard and uh, bowling exits past DHS toward NRL. Southbound 3rd Street tunnel crash should be clear. So we'll go back to Virginia and uh, mention 66 and 95 west and south of the Beltway. Only delays due to volume and no incidents, but a late to clear work zone south of Manassas on 234. Southbound as Prince William Parkway becomes Dumfries Road. At last report, it was only one lane getting by southbound on Virginia 234. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, to Storm Team 4 and Amelia Draper. A passing shower is possible this evening as a cold front moves through the area. Otherwise, partly to mostly cloudy skies, but as this front clears our area later tonight, skies clear out and temperatures cool off. We'll have lows in the 40s to low 50s. A breezy Thursday as winds gust up to 30 miles an hour throughout the day. Mostly sunny skies and highs in the low to mid-60s. For Friday, partly sunny and chilly with temperatures in the upper 50s to 64 highs. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper.
Right now, we've got some sunshine, and it's looking nice out there. Comfy, too. 67 at DuPont Circle. 66 in Germantown. Hello, Annandale. You're at 65 degrees. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 411. And campaign 2022 now on WTOP. It is the U.S. Senate race that could decide the balance of power in the chamber next year. Democrat John Fetterman versus Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. In a debate last night in Harrisburg, they started off with uh, why they're running. Here's Dr. Oz. I want to bring civility balance all the things that you want to see because you've been telling it to me on the campaign trail and by doing that we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late and Fetterman says he's running for everyone who's ever been knocked down in Pennsylvania and who has gotten back up to fight another day I had a stroke he's never let me forget that and I might miss some words during this debate mush two words together but it knocked me down but I'm going to keep coming back up Joining us live on Skype, Politico co-founder John Harris. Hello, John. Good afternoon, Hillary. So, you know, for everyone who watched, Fetterman really struggled with his words throughout the debate. And listening to all of you pundits this morning, I mean, folks found it very difficult to watch. Sure, at times it was even painful to uh, uh, to, to listen to him try to uh, struggle for the right word or to miss a word. And, of course, his campaign had laid the expectations for that. They said, look, this is not going to be his format. He struggled uh, because of the stroke he had with auditory processing, uh, but it doesn't have anything to do with his, uh, his mental acuity or his ability to serve. We'll see if Pennsylvania voters found that uh, convincing. It's obviously a very, very tight race and a critical race for control of the Senate. For all the struggles that Fetterman had, Dr. Oz, wasn't gaff free either, especially, at least in the eyes of some, in this answer to a question about a federal abortion rights ban. I want women, doctors, local uh, political leaders, letting the democracy that's always allowed our nation to thrive to put the best ideas forward so states can decide for themselves. Mm, is that uh, something that could be bad for Dr. Oz here? Well, this race, and there's actually many others, uh, Sean, around the country are going to be a test of that. Uh, Democrats believe, and they've got polling and some of the uh, earlier results this year, uh, to suggest that the abortion issue is going to be a real uh, advantage for them. Um, you know, I, I, there's some other Democrats who say, look, we've, over, uh, we've overplayed that, and other issues like the inflation and the economy are going to be stronger. But you can bet we're going to be hearing a lot about that answer. Um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Federing and Democrats would say it's not up to local officials. It's up to women to make that choice for themselves. You mentioned Fetterman. Let's just go back to that for a second. That Pennsylvania race is so critical, as are a few other states, Georgia, Nevada. How do you see it right now in terms of chances for Democrats and Republicans? You know, Hillary, it's so hard to tell because this is a different election. We're seeing in registration and early voting that looks like turnout is going to be off the charts. Uh, so that shows a highly motivated uh, electorate and likely a very polarized one. Um, because there's so much absentee voting and early voting, uh, it's hard for me to know how much stock uh, to put in this general sense that the, the, the momentum is actually shifting toward Republicans. You know, we see the polls uh, tightening up. Ordinarily, you'd say, look, that looks like a, a kind of a difficult close for Democrats. But remember, a lot of people have already voted. And uh, unusual in a midterm election, people are really uh, have intense feelings, highly polarized, highly motivated election. All right. All right, John. Thanks much. Thanks, John. Thank you. John Harris, co-founder of Politico. 
D.C. Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. All right, Dave, what's the big story? Well, this past Sunday may have been the commander's homecoming, but in four days, Indianapolis native Terry McLaurin suits up where he grew up. I try to do a good job of just focusing on what's really important. Winning this game is the most important thing, uh, but I'd be lying if I say it's not kind of cool to be able to go back to where I grew up, kind of where my affinity of football started. Among those not practicing today, offensive lineman Sadiq Charles, Ted and Cole Turner, and wide receiver Jahan Dotson. Ravens linebacker Calais Campbell is out for tomorrow's game with Tampa Bay due to illness. Men's college basketball, Georgetown Media Day. Coach Patrick Ewing has a completely new coaching staff after last winter's last place Big East finish. When you're not successful, you, you tend to, you have to change. So I've made the changes that I believe that I need to make in terms of sometimes, you know, you have to relinquish some of your authority uh, if you want to be successful. Hoyas have eight transfers this season, including former Georgetown big man Kudus Wahab. He's kind of the Grover Cleveland of the program, non-consecutive <laughs> terms. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. All right. Thanks so much, Dave. Stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. Former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows must testify before a Georgia grand jury investigating Republican efforts to reverse the 2020 presidential election results there. It's the ruling from a South Carolina judge today. Early in-person voting for the midterms opens tomorrow in Maryland and on October 31st in the district. It's already underway in Virginia and record numbers of Americans have already cast their ballots. Russian President Putin monitored nuclear Clear drills today as his military fired off multiple practice launches of ballistic missiles. The exercise comes as Moscow claims Ukraine is planning to detonate a radioactive device known as a dirty bomb in a false flag attack to blame Russia. Ukraine and its allies strongly reject that allegation. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Up ahead in Money News. The Dow finished the day up by just two and a half points. The Nasdaq tumbled two and a quarter percent. One of few IPO hits today. I'm Jeff Glabel. 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's watching your traffic. On the Capitol Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, that traffic is uh, more or less what you'd expect for this hour, this time of the week and year. It's an orderly, slow at times rush hour, but without any major crashes on 495. In Virginia on I-66 and 95 west and south of the Beltway, more or less normal congestion as well. In Virginia and Washington, 395 volume delays are typical. In the district southbound on I-295, it's fairly heavy from Bowling to the Beltway, as it is northbound on DC-295 from the 11th Street Bridge toward the Maryland line. Maryland Route 4, Pennsylvania Avenue, southbound traffic is getting better through Upper Marlboro. A lot of it spilled onto Main Street when it was backed up, but all lanes on 4 are open. Southbound south of 301, the crash cleared. In Montgomery County on River Road, westbound past Little Falls Parkway, a work zone had been blocking the right lane and traffic is still slow westbound toward Kenwood on River Road. Eastbound out of Anne Arundel County. 
For the first time in days, it is dry enough for two-way traffic on the westbound span of the Bay Bridge that makes three lanes eastbound on Route 50, and it is clear sailing and to be driving without delay across the Bay. Biometric technologies have changed the way we protect our identity. Identity solutions are designed with privacy in mind. Learn more at IdentityWithIntegrity.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. To Storm Team 4, Amelia Draper. Amelia, we got the white puffy clouds and some uh, blue out there. Looks good. Amelia. I guess we lost Amelia. Okay. Well, anyway, let's go over here to Amelia. A shower is possible this evening as a cold front moves through the area. Skies clear overnight tonight as winds pick up with lows in the 40s to low 50s. Mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow. Highs in the low to mid 60s. Partly sunny on Friday. Temperatures in the upper 50s to around 60. We warm to around 60 on Saturday with partly cloudy skies, mostly cloudy skies on Sunday with a chance for some rain later in the day and temperatures in the upper 50s to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And right now we're at 67 in Chantilly. We've got 66 at BWI Marshall Airport, 67 at Dulles Airport. And it's all brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP. What about federal workers? Are they going back to the office? A new survey from Federal News Network on that next. It's 420. Chris Jenkins is the police chief of Culpeper, Virginia. He's been a police officer for 45 years. I've spent a lifetime protecting this community. That's my only agenda. That's why, even though I'm a Republican, I support Abigail Spanberger. Abigail is a former law enforcement officer who always supports the police. She voted to increase funding to police departments because she knows it increases public safety. Abigail puts country and community over party. Spanberger's opponent, Yesley Vega, was recently caught on tape saying she doubts rape leads to pregnancy. I thought I had seen everything until that. I was shocked. As a former police officer, Vega should know better. And her bashing the FBI and defending those who attacked the Capitol is dangerous. I trust Abigail Spanberger to do what's right. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. Warm days and chilly nights and mornings means now is the perfect time to schedule a $99 heating and cooling check with the five-star experts at Crop Metcalf. That's right. For just $99, a Crop Metcalf five-star technician will check both your home's heating and cooling system for one low price. Call today and get peace of mind no matter what the weather is tomorrow. 1-800-GO-CROP or visit CropMetcalf.com. And remember, Crop Metcalf is the one with five stars. Crop Metcalf, home of the five-star technician and proud partner of the Washington Nationals. No one knows where this market will go. Right now, it feels like a wild ride. But one thing's for certain, there's a way through it. And the experience and guidance of a Merrill advisor can help you get there. Because where there's a bull, there's a way. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do? Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, registered investment advisor. Member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corp. This is WTOP News. It is 423. Back in March, President Biden called on more federal employees to return to the office as the pandemic began to fade. Well, they're not listening. A new survey of more than 1,000 federal workers done by our news partners at Federal News Network shows only 8%, 8% are working at the office full-time. 60% are working in a hybrid environment. 32% are entirely remote. 
FNN executive editor Jason Miller tells us here at WTOP that most federal workers prefer to stay at home. A lot of federal workers are not excited about coming back. In fact, when we asked, are you satisfied with your current work situation? Almost 60% said they were. They either strongly agree or agree with that statement. So I think what they're seeing is they don't like the commute. I'm sorry to say that to our friends at WTOP. Mm -hmm. uh, and at the same time, they're saying, I also think I can be more productive being at home or working remotely. And I think that's a strong sign that agencies are, are not losing anything by having this hybrid workforce. Miller says this work from home trend means agencies will have to rethink what the future of work looks like. It's 424. 2022 started with a crime spike in the district. But since the summer, the city's top cop says crime is down, in some cases, substantially. He also understands why people might not see it that way. Since the summer, violent crime is down in D.C. by a lot. And Police Chief Robert Conti says there's probably a few reasons why. I think some of the right people got locked up. Yet of the crimes that are happening, more of them involve a gun. It's not just snatching of the purse. It's putting a gun in somebody's face and robbing them. And that's what people feel. That's what people fear. Conti told the D.C. Council. When you have people who are who are not afraid to use these types of weapons in community, that's the thing that scares people. The number of fatal shootings is roughly the same, but non-fatal shootings are up. A bullet a centimeter to the left, a centimeter to the right could be the difference. John Dome in WTOP News. A Silver Spring man is under arrest and charged with sexually assaulting two women at a gym in Bethesda. Montgomery County Police say 18-year-old Simba Diang of Silver Spring assaulted the women as they showered inside the L.A. Fitness on Rockville Pike. This was Friday night about 9 o'clock. Detectives say the suspect has been to several L.A. Fitness gyms throughout Montgomery and Prince George's County, and there may be additional victims. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Of course, this means we're turning it over to Jeff Claybaugh. Well, the Dow did manage to gain for the third straight trading day this week, but up just two and a half points by the close. The S&P 500 index lost 29. That's more than a half percent loss. The Nasdaq down 228 points. That was a 2% loss. There have been very few IPO hits this year. Mobileye was one today. The self-driving technology company spun off by Intel. Jumped 33% its first day of trading. Facebook parent Meta reported quarterly results after the close. Facebook's revenue fell 4%. Income was down 52% from a year ago. On lower ad spending, Facebook stock is down 11% after hours. Business is better than before the pandemic for Hilton. McLean-based hotel company says room revenue last quarter was 30% higher than a year ago. Hilton opened 80 new hotels last quarter. The surge in demand for private jets benefits Reston-based General Dynamics. The submarine and tank maker also owns Gulfstream. Its aerospace division had $9.6 billion in orders so far this year. Its backlog for jets is up 30% from a year ago. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Amtrak. Ditch travel hassles and relax on the way to your fall getaway. Aboard Amtrak. Stress-free travel just at Amtrak away. Book now at Amtrak.com. 426. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital